excited to be here. Welcome, everyone. Um, I'm really um, excited to, to share um, what we're talking about today. Um, but thankful for the BBA for having us for sure to be able to share. So I'm excited to share about Ruby today and just meeting client expectations and really exceeding client expectations more than anything else in this new virtual world. So um, we're gonna look at client expectations today, um, really how things have changed over the last few years with the pandemic and how to address those changes. So we're all kind of adjusting and learning the new world that we live in. And so I'm excited to share what we've learned from Ruby um, and also how, um, you know, how you all, how we've learned kind of from hearing your feedback and, and your experiences um, to grow with you and see how we can better impact client experience. But um, Ruby has been um, serving solo and small law firms for now almost 20 years as of June, um, which is very exciting. And so we've seen all of the challenges and the, and the strategies and how different firms operate and um, and really a lot of, you know, seeing all the, from, from a lot of different um, perspectives um, you know, what the challenges have been. And we've really learned a lot that, you know, despite the different practice areas and and goals for, for growing your firm um, and strategies and how you do it, um, and also a wide array of different personalities, the really the, the two main common goals are always the same. And it's really to, you know, serve your, serve your clients and provide the best service for your clients um, and to build a sustainable business model for growth. Um, and um, so that one, you can manage your firm um, in a way that is sustainable for you and um, and also to see that that continuous growth. So to better understand how solo and small law firms can grow their practice, we we hit the books with looking at um, our call trends reports. We we actually did a call trends report last year over the last um, couple of years. We're about to roll out a brand new one this year, which is exciting. Um, we've also conducted surveys looking and also looking at the Clio Trends Report um, to really talk to you know successful attorneys about their practice and also see from their research, you know, how things have changed as well. So we're today we're going to look at those. We're going to talk about you know those key learnings that we've seen, as well as strategies to help um, based on those key learnings and changes, how to exceed client expectations. But first, I do want to introduce myself. My name is Sarah Allen. I am the Partner Account Manager here at Ruby, and I'll be your host today. Um, as Trenin was saying, we're excited we'll have this available kind of in your, um, I think, you know, learning library, um, and that'll be accessible to you. So so if you, for some reason, wanted to listen to me again, even, you could do that. Um, or, you know, if, you're if you have to step out, um, you'll have that accessible. So, so that's great. Um, also, a few, or another housekeeping note, is that we love questions, we love curiosity. So um, I would love to answer those. Um, please jot those down and I'll take time at the end to do that. Um, just so we can kind of um, go through this topic and then we'll open it up at the end for questions. Um, so we will be sending this recording to, to all of you as well. So you'll have that um, at your disposal. So without further ado, I'll go ahead and get started here. Uh, first, we are going to look at, you know, what your goals are. You know, we'll look at the state of the industry and we'll look at how things have changed, how we've seen a huge shift in the industry and, you know, how practices have evolved quite a bit um, in their firms and new client expectations. So, you know, in this quest for growth, what has, you know, what have attorneys been, um, been changing in their practices, how client expectations have been changing 
And then we'll really dig into, you know, based on what clients clients are looking for, you know, how how attorneys can meet those. Um, we'll look at attorney bandwidth um, and and you know, based on client expectations, how that pairs with you know um, your attorney your bandwidth, and then strategies for growth. So we'll discuss three areas that you should focus on for your growth, um, and to to bring in new clients as well as as sustaining uh, and bringing those sustainability uh, practices to your firm. And finally, we'll introduce Ruby. So how does Ruby fit into all of this? Um, and we'll talk about who we are, what we do, and we can how we can really help your firm flourish. So first, since 2020, you know, running your law firm will never be the same. We've seen a huge transformation, and and the pandemic really changed the way firms operate. So causing you know many firms to move to virtual offices, uh, a lot of times going remote or hybrid. You know, some practices did have to close, some reduced staff. Um, some just really kind of reevaluated how how you know how they staff their offices. And now coming out of COVID, the world as we know it has really changed a lot. And so the tools that we use, the communication tools that we use, look very different. Um, so how does so we're going to look at how does this pandemic really affect growth, and how are attorneys for focusing on growing their firms amidst all of this change? Um, so before we dig into those key strategies for growth, I wanna take a look at the current state of the industry. So the two most important factors in creating growth is increasing revenue and expanding your client base. So in a post COVID and, and highly remote world that we live in, what are the biggest changes and key ways that lawyers can do this? So really to dig into this and get some of, some of the data here, we looked at the shift to virtual offices. Obviously, this was the biggest change. Um, and we took a look at Clio's legal trends report to see those numbers. And we saw, of course, that there's a huge shift to digital. You know, whether you are partly remote, fully remote, everyone is using very, um, you know, a lot of new tools in how we communicate. And so, um, and also with how we operate those offices. So Clio's data found that firms that invested in these improvements during the slowdown showed more growth as lockdowns lifted and you know the potential to shape future success really you know, skyrocketed as they really implemented these into their practice so the key difference of course is shifting to a digital practice um, no matter what your office looks like really pulling in these digital tools and digital solutions that clients are looking for um, really solved a lot of those needs so online payments, client portals, and client intake all had to be done virtually. And as it turns out, clients are welcoming this change because this is something that clients are used to and, um, and in the pandemic really became accustomed to. And the good thing is this resulted in more revenue. So in 2019, firms using electronic payments had 7% more revenue per lawyer than those that did not. And in 2020, that increased to 16% more per lawyer. So that there's a huge shift in, in uh, folks using electronic payments because it's the new norm and it's the new expect, it's kind of what people choose or choose to use and what's expected of folks. And the next important aspect of this new digital world is really shifting to a client portal. So client portals are a very easy way of, of communicating with your clients, of collaborating with your clients. And it, it's a really um, 
you know, simple, simple kind of streamlined way for, for sharing, you know, for bill sharing, task sharing, you know, doc, you know document, um, document management, that kind of thing. And a lot of them are integrated into practice, man practice management software solutions. So it makes it really streamlined. And in 2020, firms using online client portals saw 17% more casework per lawyer. So in total, firms using client portals are project, were projected to collect $23,000 more in revenue per, per year. So now let's take a look at, you know, we're looking at these new digital tools that, that folks are accustomed to and clients are expecting. But in that, you know, in that conversation or in looking at new um, law firms that really kind of researching and finding new uh, law firms to work with, what are client expectations? What are clients looking for uh, when they're when they're seeking out um, a new um, lawyer to work with? So to successfully attract new clients, it takes more than digital solutions, of course. It's really about creating that personalized experience. Um, and providing that human connection. This is what is really making the difference between people choosing to work with you or not. Um, so providing that client trust has always been a, an important part of, of running your practice, um, but that's become even more important in this new world where there is a lack of personal connection and people are really seeking, seeking that trust and really needing that human experience um, more than ever. And so to to provide that is really key when, when clients or potential clients are reaching out to you. Also, you know, other things that, that are very, very important to folks is affordability. So affordability is still a major challenge for gaining new clients right now. Of course, there are many reasons for this. Um, the, the economy is hard. As we all know, there are a lot of things going on right now. Um, that is a big reason is, you know, clients are, or potential clients are having a you know, difficult financial situations with, you know, the tight economy, clients, you know, might be losing their jobs with a lot of, you know, especially tech layoffs right now, uh, or there might be, you know, folks who are low income who are unable to afford legal help. So with this lack of affordability, it becomes a big challenge. Um, and the data from the Clio Legal Trends Report shows that access to affordable representation is a key concern as an important and an important area to consider for law firms to grow. And the good thing is this can be addressed by creating more, um, just more upfront, upfront information and more flexible options for payment. Um, so this can really be done with, you know, payment plans, um, with kind of flexibility and transparent pricing. So, you know, shockingly, only about half of law firms offer payment plans as an option. So having payment plans where it can really you know, set the you know, set the tone going forward that people kind of know what to expect can can really reduce that uncertainty for folks and give a lot of people that um, that trust and that um, kind of com more comfort level in working with you. Another is transparent pricing, just to create that predictability. These are ways of just creating that predictability in working with you. Another one is alternative billing structures are the final way just to bring you know flexibility and predictability into the services that you provide. So innovating on new, new cost and payment structures that really enable you know, more, um, more flexibility and your clients to pursue their legal problems will really unlock um, kind of massive market potential really. Um, it it uh, opens up a lot of doors because when there's not a lot of um, options for people, people close off and they're not, they're just not ready to, to move forward. So if you give them those options and that 
um, transparent, you know, predictability, it really answers a lot of those questions for them. The other is um, that is in high demand, of course, because of the new world that we live in is increased demand for remote options. So according to the 2021 Clio report, there has been a dramatic shift in client expectations for digital solutions. So online payments, we mentioned that's at 66% are the top choice, followed by automated payments at 61% and payments via mobile app at 61%. Um, so this is also you know, an option that not a lot of law firms provide, but, but a lot of clients want. So that really gives you that um, competitive edge as well. Um, so these options really makes it a lot easier for people to want to work with you and, um, and uh, kind of reduces a lot of those, um, those blockers for people. We also see a huge appetite for remote communication, of course, with, um, you know, with meeting with your lawyer, whether it's phone, which is at 71%, or in person, which is the same at 71%, are both equally preferred in how they meet with, with the law office. And we want to make sure that we are hitting all of the key points that clients are looking for when they're reaching out to you. Um, so they're, so the first step, of course, in selecting an attorney is finding them in the first place. And of course, clients are really doing this online. You know, we, we live in a digital age and everything is online. Most of it is mobile. Um, so folks are, are really finding you via online mobile search um, and seeking referrals from others. So 44% of clients believe that they need to shop around before deciding on an attorney, and they need to talk to more than one attorney before committing. However, 42% of clients say that if they like the first attorney that they speak with, they won't need to speak with any others. So that tells us a lot about that first impression. It really, really matters. It's key to, to their, their building trust with you in that initial conversation, um, in, into getting, you know, into reducing a lot of those barriers and, and wanting to continue to work with you. So providing that exceptional client experience from the first hello can really make the difference between earning their trust um, and earning a new client or sending them to your competition. So we looked at the key areas that clients are, ex are expecting in that initial interaction, and this is what we found. So these are the, these are the six top areas that, that clients or potential clients are looking for when they're first reaching out to you in that initial conversation. The first is timeliness. So this is huge. Um, when, when they're calling you, when they're chatting with you, when they're reaching out to you in any way, timeliness is key. So if you're not there to respond, you lose that person. 82% um, of clients agree that timeliness is important to them. Responsiveness, 81% want a response to each question they ask. So this is foreign territory to folks. So they will have a lot of questions. 80% um, say that it's important to have a clear understanding of how to proceed. So because this is all new territory, um, it's really important to have it laid out in a very simple way. These, this, is, this is the next step moving forward. Um, and, then, and then kind of next steps all the way to the end of their case. 76% also want to get a clear sense of how much their legal issue will cost. Um, so we talked about creating that predictability. That is incredibly important in um, in that initial phase, especially because it is so unknown. And there are a lot of questions because this is a key concern for folks in deciding to work with you, just reducing those barriers and having those flexible options can help. Um, and also just giving that to them, you know, right off the bat, so there's, there aren't any, any further questions. Um, but being having those flexible 
flexibilities will make a big difference. And 74% want to know the full process of, of what this will look like for their case. And then of course, friendliness. So 64% of those surveyed said that friendliness is important to them. And again, this is where you really have the opportunity to, to impress and, and delight in this first call um, and really build trust with these folks because it's really about that personal connection. So what are clients getting? Um, you know, clients want a lot from, from attorneys. <laughs> they, there are a lot of expectations here. Um, they know what they want from attorneys. Uh, but how often are they getting their needs met? You know, the same pool of Clio's 2000 survey respondents indicate that most of the time um, attorneys, attorneys leave clients wanting. Or there are still more questions out there. Um, so 65% didn't get an indication of what to do next. 64% didn't get a sense of how much their case would cost. 62% didn't understand the process for their case. 61% didn't get enough information that they could understand. Um, so this might, you know, this might be a lot of legalese. There might be a lot of language that, um, that needs to be looked at as far as creating a more simple way of, of exp explanation and, and talking with them about these things. And 52% said that the lawyer that they spoke with wasn't likable or friendly enough. So there's a lot of challenges, of course. Um, there's, there's an obvious discrepancy here between clients expectations or, or what clients are, are looking for and what they're receiving. So of course, this begs the question, what is standing in the way of giving clients what they want? And this is a, this is a bandwidth issue. This is, this is difficult. You know, today attorneys are under more pressure than ever to do it all, um, to do it quickly and to do it well. So the majority of the industry is made up of solo and small law practices like yours, and you're running your own business. You're wearing all of the many hats of running a business, as well as, of course, doing the, the business you love of, of you know, helping your clients and benefiting your clients. So how do you, you know, manage your practice and all of the business that goes along with that while helping your clients and still meeting all of these expectations? So the, the trick is, how do we do more with less? Um, the Clio Trends report showed that 76% of lawyers feel overworked and nearly as many report working outside regular business hours just to keep everything afloat. So with everything going virtual, this has not made things, you know, a lot of thing, times it's made thing, days longer. It's, it's made you more connected to work. It's made, made it really easy to just continue to work and not, not take time off or not separate from, from the office but it's led to increasingly long days and fractured demands. So deciding how to allocate your time is difficult. It can be a huge challenge for any attorney um, from balancing marketing, balancing uh, business development, administrative work, your existing cases, incoming calls, um, court dates, meetings. These can all lead to a very bloated schedule. So the good news is, of course, serving your clients is still your priority for your firm. And firms base, your, base their success off the satisfaction of their clients, uh, which extends then to positive word of mouth referrals and, and glowing reviews online that are key to growing your business. So this client-centered design is, is key um, to growing your business and to these word of mouth referrals. The bad news is finding that time to really invest in delivering that great customer experience is problematic and and it leads just to feeling overworked a lot of times. And the stats are shocking to say the least. Um, in fact, 
lawyers across the United States only averaged two and a half billable hours daily in 2021, which when I heard those numbers, it, it's shocking. It's shocking to me. So it I it realized how difficult it is just to get your work done. Um, and that is incredibly insignificant. Um, so dropping from just 5.5 billable hours to 2.5 billable hours can greatly impact the annual revenue of a firm. For every billable hour an attorney is able to reclaim, their income jumps about $67,000 a year. So getting back three additional hours of billable time can be a huge, can be a huge difference and can make the, di- make the difference between a flourishing, thriving firm and, and just getting back. So it's important to know where those missing hours are going. If we're able to, if, if we're going to address billable work, it's important to know, you know, where are those missing hours going? So typically these are falling into three main buckets. That's administrative tasks, marketing, and business development. While these are very, very important for growing your business, and, and obviously they have to be done, they have an incredible ability to interrupt your billable work um, and take a toll on your productivity. So while it may seem insignificant when you're do, when you're just spending 15, 20 minutes here on one project and then and then you know jumping to another project just for 15 minutes, just to stay on top of these things, research shows that interruptions, no matter how small, can actually have a huge impact on your productivity. According to Clio, 25% of legal professionals are inter- interrupted more than 10 times a day, and 30% are interrupted between six times are six and 10 times per day. And research has found that getting back to work after being interrupted by another task takes an average of 23 minutes. So when you're in the zone, you can, you're very productive. You're getting things done really quickly. But then if you're, if you're jumping from task to task, if, if that amount of time take, it takes about 23 minutes just to get back into the zone of what you're working on. That also is incredibly distracting and can reduce your billable hours. So even if you are on the lower end of the spectrum with six interruptions per day, that still adds up to a two-hour loss in productivity every day. So non-billable hours needs to be addressed. This non-billable work needs to be addressed. So what is the magical miracle formula that enables attorneys to get this done? The key is finding ways of streamlining outsourcing and otherwise delegating tasks that don't require your legal expertise. And that's without sacrificing responsive and personalized client service. So one easy example is phone calls. You know, ringing phone call can distract anyone, you know, whether it's um, someone trying to sell you someone something on a spam call or it is but a current client that really needs your help or a potential client that could be your next big case. Um, you know, avoiding distractions by letting calls go to voicemail means just missed opportunities. Folks are no longer willing to leave a voicemail and wait for responses. Um, you know, we we talked about them finding you online. They will just go back to the go back to Google and find the next person to to work with. Um, so going to voicemail is um, you know it are, is leading to missed opportunities. And of course, mes- messaging services or automated solutions really remove that personal aspect. And it and don't don't solve for a lot of those expectations that clients have. So not only it leads to an impersonal, less than ideal impression, but also doesn't solve for a lot of those expectations that they're needing in that initial conversation. So outsourcing your calls to a virtual receptionist service can really help to create that um, that immediate response time and answer a lot of those questions 
and that personalized first impression to really attract new clients um, while eliminating a cost, you know, costly distractions for you or your paralegal um, and the cost of an additional headcount. And delegating work to paralegals is another um, perfect opportunity to um, to, um, capture a lot of those or to take care of a lot of those administrative tasks that are so key to to getting your work done, but doesn't require you to do it. Also looking at other administrative tasks like working with accounting firms or marketing agencies that are really specialized in the legal space can further improve efficiency while really bringing um, or avoiding bringing on additional headcount. So the key is really looking at your looking at your business, looking at your firm and understanding where are my billable hours going? What are the most impactful pieces of my business? You know, whether... And what's taking the most time right now? So it might be those administrative pieces. It might be, you know, accounting. It might be marketing. And what are ways that we can work with a a trusted partner in that space to really help with those pieces? So now I only want to look at three strategies to help your firm grow. Um, So we're going to focus on first, how to attract and convert new clients. We talked about before the first impression. The first impression is everything. Um, and this is when it comes to lead generation. We, um, or this is when, you know, when you're getting those leads, when they come to you, that first impression is so key. So of course, the most important part of, of growing your firm is that, is that, you know, lead generation, bringing on new clients um, and attracting and converting those folks. So to do this, you need to be available to them. So making sure that you are, um, you know, responsive to their calls to when they come in and responsive to their questions when you have them. So increased availability, making sure you're available to connect with new and existing clients. You can connect with every potential client and you stand out with that personal connection. So here are some proven lead generation tactics that I want to go over really to to grow and make not just maintain your bottom line, but to kind of supercharge your growth. So lead generation really helps to, you know, increase your brand visibility, um, you know, online, really connecting with new clients to generate and generating referrals as well and reviews. So paying attention to um, your your website presence is key. So for all of these reasons, uh, really setting and forgetting your marketing strategy isn't viable for, you know, investing in the health of your business. So you'll need to set those those right strategies in hand before getting started. And this is also a great way to, again, outsource some of these marketing strategies to a marketing agency in the legal space that can really help to establish these key foundations. So the first is your website. This is key. Making sure that your online presence is, um, is stellar. So your website is your main place to share your story, to really attract new clients. You know, folks are finding you through Google searches. So it's incredibly important to first build a website that people can find in the first place. Um, So you need to make sure that it it ranks in search engines, um, that you have solid content that that people can find find your website. Um, And then once they are to your website, this, this website works to educate and inform folks about the, you know, the practice areas that you solve for, that you can serve them, their next steps, you know, educating them on all the different practice areas that 
um, that you that you serve and, and and how you can help them in those different areas, answering those key questions that they might be looking for. Um, so it is especially important when creating your website that it consistently drives leads. You want a website that works for you to really connect folks with you um, and making it really easy for folks to connect. So you want so you do this by having a good user experience. So optimizing your website so it's really easy to navigate. Um, and learn about your firm. You know, things to consider here um, are page speed. Um, so it's not lagging. People aren't having to wait to load anything. Um, they can quickly navigate through there. Mobile experience, because so many online searches are, uh, and for attorneys are um, on their mobile phone, it's incredibly important that your phone, there is a mobile experience for your website, um, that you have forms, um, that you have live chat, making it really, really easy for folks to connect with you. So you want your phone number and you want you want your phone number on every single page. So make it really easy to connect with you. And making sure that your um, that your web presence, online presence is up to date. So not just on your website, but also on your Google My Business and other um, online profiles, making sure that your contact information is up to date, your website is up to date. All of that is is so important. And I mentioned live chat. So having live chat on your website is such a great way of, of bringing in those leads really, really easy and saving you time um, with, with giving them an easy way to connect with you, answer some, um, ask those questions without really needing to pick up the phone. A lot of times folks might not be ready to pick up the phone yet, but they have some simple questions to ask. Live chat is such an easy way to implement that on your website, and they can ask those questions really easily, um, and to not um, and to save a lot of time in the process. And having that, I know, available in addition to in addition to your phone number, um, gives them multiple options to reach out. So again, this generates new opportunities. Uh, we've seen an increase in in lead generation from folks who have implemented live chat on their website, and just gives an easy way for potential clients to reach out to you. And of course, developing that solid content marketing strategy. So building a website that consistently drives leads is really all about content creation. Um, that's really what helps you rank um, online and is key to educating folks about, you know, to answer a lot of those questions that, that they're looking for. So if you're new to the marketing game, you might wonder why content is so important uh, versus say advertising. And what's great about content marketing is that you, it, it's it's free. You, you own it. It's what you create. So it really comes. It, there's a lot of power to content because it drives um, it drives a lot of the power of your website. Um, but it helps your firm connect with prospective clients with little to no cost. So content marketing will not only help you rank in search engines but it's the key to building those better connections and educating your clients and potential clients. Um, by providing the, that key information that they're looking for when finding an attorney. So that's because this is wholly owned by you. So this content is 100% is yours um, and unique to you and your practice area. So when you're creating this, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that content can be. Um, content marketing can be blog posts, articles, FAQs, should ask questions, how-to guides. And these are all around every one of your practice areas. So you wanna create these pieces for all of the practice areas that you serve. And that will really help your website rank in search engines and help people find you. 
and also this will of course help to educate folks when they're on your website and learning about your offerings. Basically, it's any marketing material that share that you can share that you don't need to pay people for, um, and that you'll you know that provides valuable information to website visitors wanting to learn more about you. So, of course, this is all this is all um, needing to be valuable information. You don't just want to put information out there to put it out there. Um, it needs to be valuable. It needs to be worthwhile to read. Um, but it's important to have this um, have this in place. And your website and your social channels are really springboards to these key topics of interest that potential clients are looking for. Um, and leading into that from your website, social media is, is kind of an extension of your website. So this is where you can share a lot of that great content um, out to the masses through social media. So you might, honestly, you might have a love-hate relationship with social media. I know I do. Um, and you're, So you're not alone. Um, totally understand that. You know, sometimes we find ourselves, you know, scrolling through social media. Sometimes we don't want anything to do with social media. But the key is it's it's so impactful and so important for your for your business. Um, honestly, the the dominance and accessibility of social media is really why it's such a powerful tool for your business. So, you know, that doesn't mean that you need to be um, you know, constantly posting on there, you know, a dozen times per day on every platform. That is not what that means. Um, the key is really to start by understanding first who you're trying to reach and then selecting the social media platforms that they are spending their time that are reaching your target audience and then and then focusing on those. So first understanding who your target audience is and where they're spending time and then focusing on those social media platforms. So this and then once you're once you have decided kind of where you want to spend your time, you know, each social media platform becomes an extension of your website. Again, I mentioned before, this really gives you opportunities to um, engage with, with folks on these platforms, provide these valuable resources to them, this content that is helping to educate them and, and why they're coming to your social um, page in the first place. And it helps you to interact with current and potential clients to really um, share your expertise, um, answer questions, and of course, you know, lead them to your website um, to learn more or also just um, reach out to you right away from social media too. So social media really is a place to also highlight what makes you unique. So this is a chance to make it personal. Um, you know, this is where you can share um, share who you are. You know, personality really matters when it comes to social. And while your website, you know, establishes your authority in the space, you know, shares your practice areas, really educates folks, People choose to work with you because of who you are. And, you know, really, at the end of the day, you're building trust with these people. And that is really where that that is established is that personal connection. And social media is a place where you have the power to do that. So you have the power to create that social connection, that personal connection, and show your personality on those platforms. So um, social media can be one of those things that you start small. You know, it can be a delicate balance. Um, especially because you're limited hours in the day. Um, but it is important to, you know, monitor your activity, stay active and, and you know, with interesting and engaging posts to be available and, and to track those outcomes of social media. But it, you know, in considering your resources and your time, deciding how much time you have to dedicate to social media. So this could be an option that you just, you can work with other folks to help in this space, um, to outsource this. Um, 
and for you to to guide that strategy. But also you can you can choose how much you want to engage on this platform. As long as you're responding to folks through your platform and you're keeping an eye on this, the consistency is really key here as well. Um, another piece that you do have a great opportunity on social media is to convert folks into into leads. So gathering information with forms, you know, with a lot of the content you're sharing out there, um, some of these can be downloadable pieces of content as well. Um, so you can have those strong calls to action uh, with these posts so that people can engage with you and you can connect with them. And another piece is uh, another strategy for marketing, of course, is email. And this is, you know, an antiquated, some people might think it's an antiquated um, piece. You know, it's been around for 800 years probably at this point, but email marketing really is one of those pieces that it's, it is always a successful strategy. Um, it's essential for, for any marketing strategy because you can own this list. Um, you know, beyond um, engaging on social media, um, once you have an email list to really engage with, this just becomes a really effective, easy to automate, um, easy way of connecting with um, your community and with, um, with your contacts. So this strategy really helps you build relationships and trust with your audience, serving them by providing a lot of this, edu you know, this educational content, these resources that are valuable to them. And when done correctly, it can really drive more leads and convert more clients. But it, you know, it of course requires a delicate touch. I think we all have very large email inboxes. So making sure that the, that you're providing value. So um, making sure that you are, are providing resources and, and valuable content that that is helping people that is really solving their needs um, instead of going to going to spam filters and, and that people are actually going to pay attention to these things. Um, so this is a really important place to drive engagement. Um, again, what you know, what types of emails are you sending? Making sure that these aren't, you know, just sales pitches every now and then that you're sending, you know, helpful, valuable um, content for folks is key. And once you're drawing people in, how do you really connect with callers and website visitors to turn these leads into clients? And this is really all about pr providing that personalized experience. We talked about you know, the chance to build trust. This is what they're looking for in that initial conversation is, you know, is this person, I mean, bare minimum, is this person friendly? Is this person someone I can trust working with? Um, it's really about building that that human connection. And most of the time, you know, when folks are calling an attorney, it's not an easy conversation because of a lot of things. This is not, this is probably a difficult call. This is probably not in the best of circumstances. Um, and this is unknown territory to folks. So it's really important to have a caring, compassionate voice on the other end. Um, so you need to be there for them when they reach out, you know, whether it's through a phone call or on your website, through live chat, um, you need to have a human being on the other end of the line to really listen, to have that, you know, empathetic voice on the other end of the line in that difficult time. And that is critical, um, you know, in, in that time, because it brings a sense of calm. Um, it brings, um, you know, a lot of that that worry kind of it calms them down in that moment, and so it can reassure them in understanding the process and giving them confidence to take those next steps with you. So, in addition to providing a personalized first connection, the other key in capturing a client's interest is timeliness. 
We saw this before um, when you're looking at the numbers, but with 82% of clients expecting timeliness, saying um, it's very important to them, you need to have a human being there to respond immediately. So when they fill out a form, they get someone responding right away. When they are calling, someone is answering. Or when they're sending a text, or when they're sending a chat message, someone is responding right away. So response time is critical. Um, According to the 2019 Clio Trends Report, 45% of clients expect a response within 24 hours, 24% expect it within a few hours, and 10% within an hour. And this is really looking at you know, filling out a form, reaching out by an email, those types of interactions. Uh, when you're looking at a phone call, it's much shorter. It's a much shorter um, span of time. So Research by HubSpot shows that 90% of, con of consumers and callers say that immediate responses are very important to them. Um, and immediate is defined by 10 minutes or less. So this reinforces similar research by McKinsey that found that 75% of people expect help within five minutes or less. And that's not just during office hours as well. So whether it's you know during the day, if it's on the weekends, um, if it's after hours, they they expect that that response right away. And so even though that is a high expectation, um, it is still it is still something that folks are expecting when they call. Um, and so having someone immediately there to respond is, is really, really important. Neil Tyre from the Tyra Law Firm recognizes this when he said, people call you after they've had an accident and there are a million personal injury lawyers out there. If you don't answer the phone or give them a sense that you're going to call them very quickly, they're going to move on to the plethora of attorneys competing for your business. And that's absolutely right because we have seen an increase in, in the desire to, um, to call businesses, to call instead of waiting around. There's no patience for kind of leaving a voicemail and waiting for a response. Um, it's just so easy to go back online and find the next person. So um, it's incredibly important to be there when they're reaching out. And the next important factor is responding well. And so by well, we mean that with the client's situation and emotional investment in, in mind, you know, having that calm, having that empathetic voice on the other end is key. Cleo's legal trends report also illuminated the need to deliver helpful information. So because this is foreign territory to folks, and they didn't go to law school themselves, it's important to choose our language carefully. So um, potential clients and callers need things explained in a way that, that is simple, that is easy to understand, removing all of that legal jargon and details um, if possible. So laid out in a very, very simple way. And clients want to know what their options are, how the legal process will, um, will proceed, um, how their relationship with what their relationship with you looks like, next steps, cost, and what the road to resolving their issue might look like. So um, making sure that you have all of the information delivered to them in a clear, kind, and easy to understand way is important. And if you aren't the person answering the phone, make sure that whoever is answering the phone, whether it's your paralegal or a virtual receptionist service or your in-house receptionist, that they are able to collect all of that important client intake and deliver that information to you before you reach out to that client. And the final factor, of course, in mastering client communications is responding with kindness. And again, it's all about creating that, it's all about that first impression, that really 
really key first interaction because there are so many questions from the get-go and this is your first opportunity to make that meaningful first connection. And clients will above all else, remember how they make you feel. And that's where you build trust. 64% of legal clients make decisions based on friendliness and likability of a lawyer's tone. And 52% have decided not to hire a lawyer because they were not likable or friendly enough. So this perception of friendliness and likability begins from that very first call. Um, It can be impacted by every experience leading up to a hire. Samita Basu from Norton Basu LLP added, most people don't see attorneys under happy circumstances. In your personal life, you're either planning for your death or someone has died or you're getting divorced or someone's hit by a car. Having some compassion really helps attorneys bring things down to the level of their clients. So as you talked about, legal clients, you know, don't typically call on their best day. So this is a difficult conversation. Um, So how you respond in these moments have the power to to turn that anxiety and, and confusion really into relief and loyalty and trust in working with you or or alternatively just more anger and frustration. Um, So as for you, these moments can really, you know, help to expand or to shrink your client base. So how you make that client feel in that initial call and and leading up to in and from that initial call going forward in every client um, interaction you have with them, it really results in that positive glowing review um, online that can really have that ripple effect of growing your business um, or conversely a negative review, which can be broadcasted online and really scare folks away from working with you, which is is devastating, especially when you don't even get the chance to talk with them. Um, I find it especially hard when, when just missed calls, folks who can't reach out to you will leave negative reviews, which um, we've actually found that it takes 13 positive reviews just to recover from one negative review. Um, so it's very important to to be there when it counts and um, to always make those connections. So calls are important than are more important than ever. Um, we've seen this that sixty five percent of callers still prefer to reach a business by phone. So even in this digital business world, um, folks doing everything online, everything is done over the phone. Um, according to Small Biz Trends, 65% of consumers prefer to contact businesses by phone. And this dwarfs the next channel at 16%. Um, so we've actually seen in doing our call trends report that phone calls are becoming even more popular in the last couple of years. Um, and as folks are, are having less patience for you know, leaving a voicemail and calling back, people are needing to talk to folks right away. And we are, we are in this on-demand economy where, where people don't have patience for that. So having, having that initial response um, and, and po- folks are, more, are preferring phone calls even more and more. So according to our analysis of 2.6 million phone calls, the percentage of new and current customers calling increased by 13% between 2020 and 2021. So why are phone calls so important? And this is because they connect people to your business in real time, right away. Um, and because folks are expecting this fast personal service, you know they want help soon um, and, and right away as they reach out to your business. So how do calls impact the bottom line? You know, what happens when a potential client can't access your, you know, your firm right away? There's a lot of risk here. 
first, you know, you waste marketing dollars. So you're doing a lot of work to generate new leads, to, to get new potential clients to your website, um, to your phone, to call you. Um, but if you're not able to answer that phone, those are just wasted marketing dollars. You also lose revenue from, from missed opportunities to speak with that potential client, as well as potential future referral business from that contact. You're also deprived of revenue associated with the lifetime value of that client. And your competitor wins business. So we talked about this before, that if you're not able to answer that call, um, they will just go to the next person on Google. So this can damage your, um, you know, damage your position in the market, also damage your position or damage your reputation with hopefully folks aren't leaving those negative reviews if they can't reach out to you. So making sure that you're always there um, for them to reach out to, your availability is incredibly important and that you're providing options for potential clients to easily connect with you in their own time. So whether that's inside or outside of typical working of the typical working week, and whether it's over the phone or online. And a huge factor in expanding your client best client base to increasing your revenue really lies in, you know, keeping your current clients happy. So it's not just about bringing in these new folks, um, but of course, maintaining and building that trust with your current client base is so, so important. Your reputation and referrals remain critical sources of business. 82% of Ruby customers say that more than half of their business comes from word of mouth referrals, which is huge. And 63% said that their reputation is the number one reason that clients choose to work with them. So how can you stand out? How can you impress and delight folks when they reach out to you to really stand out above all of the competition so that they you can build trust and build those, those sort of relationships with folks? So retaining those existing clients is also really important for your bottom line. Acquiring new clients is significantly more expensive than re retaining your existing ones. Increasing your client retention rate is by just 5% can increase your profits by 25 to 95%. So, you know, keeping your current clients engaged and, and maintaining that relationship, growing those relationships are really, really important. And how do you keep those clients happy? This is much the same way as you won them over in the first place. And that's with that personalized, friendly, empathetic, responsive, and consistent care and service. And the third strategy I want to go over in growth, kind of shifting a little bit here, is really bringing efficiencies, um, bringing kind of streamlining and bringing efficiency into your practice. So really kind of getting more out of the tools that you're already using. So the first is, you know, Utilizing a practice management solution. This is one that you know a lot of folks are using, but it brings a lot of efficiencies to your business. Um, much of the work that you do, you know, while legal in nature, is routine um, and can be completed using forms, templates, and these great automations in these applications um, like Clio or My Case and others. So today, the most successful law firms have practices um, and systems in place, really to stay organized and create a better working environment, not just for you and your team, but for your client experience as well. So it not only helps your staff, but it improves the experience of your clients as well, giving that visibility, giving that transparency into the process. Now we talked about that client intake um, and that client um, you know, management system really improving and helping with sharing a lot of those processes. So the right management software can really provide your firm with a reliable solution 
in managing those routine workflows and those business operations while ensuring that your administra administrative tasks are completed with efficiency. So this software can help with client intake um, and, and your CRM to really easily manage you know, paying fees, booking consultations online. It also helps with time tracking and billing and just creates a lot of those automations and workflows. So utilizing technology as a way to enhance the client experience, you know, not only saves you precious time, um, but it helps to win the clients over too because of that transparency and, and seeing what the process looks like benefits everybody um, as well as your clients and your team. So your efficiency impacts your ability to engage with clients in a way that helps them feel supported um, and just leads to that better experience for everyone. So happier clients, of course, drives up drives up revenue and focusing on those online solutions is one of um, that the majority of legal professionals say that has continued to help them during the pandemic um, and to be able to um, you know bring those efficiencies without feeling overwhelmed and overworked. Maria Shin from Shin Law Firm shares that our practice management software has been a huge time saver for me and my staff. From intake through to the end, it has been a tremendous benefit. So everyone knows exactly where a lead is at any given time. And I think this transparency is, is huge for everybody because there, there are a lot of things going on. Having that, you know, that communication, that place where everyone can see what's happening really helps to bring, you know, bring efficiency and, and also security in what's in all of the, you know, documents being shared and things with your team. So cloud-based technology is integral to the new normal. You know, while we got there out of necessity, it is the new normal. It's what clients are, are coming to expect. Um, and businesses now, you know, have a digital mindset, you know, electronic document capture, um, document management, video conferencing, and electronic payments are the three critical areas that firms need to focus on to meet these new client expectations. 56% of consumers prefer video conferencing over a phone call, and the percentage is even higher when it comes to electronically sharing documents and payment. And beyond benefiting clients, 58% of legal professionals say that technology has really improved their work-life balance. And 68% say it's important that they deliver better client experiences and it's made an impact there as well. So I want to bring it all together. You know, we've talked about a lot of things today, um, but the most important tools and strategies that you can do to exceed client expectations and really um, that will really make an impact on your firm's growth are simple. The first is invest in technology that enables you to manage your practice well and easily connect with clients. Freeing up your time and outsourcing and delegating so you can really focus on your billable work and apply your expertise where it belongs. And that's really in serving your clients. The next is meeting basic client expectations. We saw that list. We saw what folks are expecting, making sure that you are hitting all of those boxes. So meeting those client expectations by returning their calls promptly, answering those questions, and offering them empathy and human kindness, and continuing to build those relationships with current clients. So um, always, you know, providing that consistent, exceptional client experience every time to maintain and, and build that trust continually with your current clients. But simple isn't always easy. You know, it's nearly impossible to, to, to hit all of these points and to do it all alone. So to nail these critical areas, to grow your revenue and expand your client base, 
looking at outsourcing and delegating these tasks is essential. And you need the right partner in order to do that. And so that's where we come in. You're wondering, how do I manage all of these things? You know, how how am I, you know, um, managing all of my business aspects while handling all these phone calls? That's where we're able to come in. So Ruby is really able to um, provide that that first line of, you know, communication for, for firms. And we were really founded in the initial desire to, you know, make meaningful connections with folks. Uh, we want to wow and delight. We want to impress callers in that first connection. And when we first, when Ruby first started, it was really to give time back to, to business owners in their day. We realized, but soon realized that it wasn't just giving time back. We realized that some of those calls weren't even being handled. So we came in to really make sure that those calls are, that no calls are getting missed um, and that everybody is connected with. So with lawyers averaging just around two and a half billable hours a day, Ruby really helps firms increase those billable hours and convert and retain more clients. 90% of Ruby customers capture more um, than more or capture more billable hours than that national average, and many recording double or more. So our virtual receptions are, are able to handle client intake, take messages from current clients, field calls from solicitors, make outbound calls. Um, as well as schedule uh, consultations as well. Um, so this really gives practice owners the opportunity to prioritize your client communications without sacrificing the ability to engage with new clients. And of, of course, our services integrate with tools that you use every day with, you know, from Clio, or Clio, Clio, my case, Rocket Matter and others, um, a real, and along with your calendaring systems so that we can, um, you know, be able to schedule on, on your behalf. Really, the goal is to, you know, empower attorneys, give you time back in your day and make sure that we can connect in a meaningful human way with everybody reaching out to your firm. Missed calls are missed opportunities to give clients a reason to choose your firm. And 45% of Ruby customers say that new calls result in new clients at least 50% of the time. And 53% of Ruby customers say that our receptionists provide the greatest return on investment when compared to other client-facing business practices. So it's really about, about building that trust, um, about wowing them in that, in that first connection, um, and really with that, that friendly, empathetic um, you know, responsiveness. So we provide that helpful information and establish that you know, warm, friendly first impression that, that is so essential for building that trust initially. So with our, you know, with our 100% live answering 24-7, 365 team, we ensure that no call goes unanswered and that the right information gets delivered. Um, so we, you know, in addition to, you know, setting up, you know, call handling instructions to your business, uh, we can handle all of those pieces. More than just answering the calls live, we, we um, operate more, of, more as an assistant where we handle all of the things that are necessary with that call. Um, with scheduling, with client intake, with providing those those key questions that they have from the get-go, that we looked at that list of expectations, making sure that all of those pieces are covered. Um, so at Ruby, we I mentioned this, we practice wowism. We want to really, you know, uh, delight folks on the call. We want to go above and beyond to create that amazing experience. And so we really take a lot of pride and ownership in helping um, and to be a partner of your of your business and to help you grow and to build that trust with folks. So the good thing is we we share your values. We share the 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 
uh, reason why you work with these clients is to build that trust, is to build those relationships. And that's where we come in. And not just through the phone call, of course, but through live chat as well. We talked about the importance of making it really easy on your website to connect with you. Folks might not be ready to pick up the phone yet, um, but a lot of firms more and more are establishing chat on their website. Um, this is not a chat bot. This is live chat. These are humans ready to connect with people um, because a lot of times it's really easy that they might just have a few initial questions and they might not be ready to pick up the phone. That's where live chat comes in. Um, so we have our, our same folks who are answering the calls, um, answering chats, where you can have a customized branded chat box on your website that matches your, your branding, um, where you can receive transcripts of all of your actionable chats. Uh, we can also connect live as well from, um, from chat to your, business, um, to your business or to Ruby to answer questions and really to help convert those website leads into prospects. Uh, and we wanted to share a few that we have a lot of folks that we've worked with to grow their business. And we are, you know, honored to, to really help you and to establish that first initial connection. So we would love to connect with you. Um, I'm really excited that I was able to share with you all. Thank you so much for having me today. And I'm, um, I love talking about this topic because customer communication is such, makes such a di difference for your business. And so I'm glad that I could um, go over these topics with you. I know it was a lot.